Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota, Gulf Coast Business Supply, and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Back to Coast View. You know, I really enjoyed that conversation with Caitlin Perry and, uh, you know, sharing her crowns for a cause um, uh, charity that she's working on as a result of her many years of doing pageant work. She's about to compete for Miss Mississippi uh, coming up, I think she said, in about 30 days. So things are moving along really quickly. But, you know, you never know. In fact, I had to tell you at the end of the show, my notes have seven-year-old uh, from D'Iberville, uh, Shania um, Jordan. But unfortunately, here at the end of the show, she after we were off the air, she says, I'm nine years old. I said, that's okay. My notes had seven. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. We got a chance to to share your amazing story. And, you know, I was, I was saying to my next guest during the, the break that if more people realize the capacity they have to touch other people, more people would be reaching out to other people and and bringing people together. So let's let's move to uh, my friend Johnny Polis, Major Johnny Polis. I have to always remind myself of that. He's a director of public affairs at uh, the Mississippi Highway Patrol. Old friend of mine, somebody I'm very proud of for the contributions he's made in this state. And let me first just say good morning. How are you doing, Johnny? Good morning, Ricky. It's good, good to see good. you. You know, I, t- I like this this thing I get to do when I do the show remotely like we're doing, when one guest is done, another guest is signing on. So often I get a chance to introduce the guests to one another. And uh, that was a pretty inspiring conversation, wasn't it? Uh, Absolutely. And I would love to meet them in person. I think we could actually do something with them to help them spread their message across Mississippi. It's just a fantastic story. It, it really, it really is. So many, so many wonderful people volunteering their time, finding their purpose in the community to, to make a difference. I should point out that Johnny actually was uh, was in a on a conference call, and he was headed uh, to the office, which is where he would have been joining us from. But uh, as a result of uh, the the meeting lasting a little long, so he's actually coming to us live from his from his car, and uh, he may have some technical issues along the way. We'll fill in the blanks, but this being Memorial day really an important day uh to to celebrate uh those who have fallen and uh to to you know so it's a chance to reflect on our our amazing country and the people who have fought for our country to give us our freedom um but it's also a day where there's a lot of people on the road so we're going to we're going to chat about that in just a second but i just want to before we go any further i just want to say johnny how things going for you these days well, it's gone good, Ricky, and it's been really, really busy for the Mississippi Highway Patrol. You know, we're dealing with a lot of traffic. People with COVID-19 at the levels that it's at, and I think everybody is very excited about that. We're seeing a lot of traffic. A lot of people are on the roadways trying to get back to some type of normalcy, and I think we're all ready for that. But we have to remember, when we're behind the wheel, we have to make those good, responsible decisions. Well, we have known this from the very beginning of the uh, pandemic. Uh, the, the thing that thing that Milton Segarra often said, and you and I talked about. He's he's the executive director of Coastal Mississippi Tourism, and mm-hmm. and you and I about this as well. And that is that people during the pandemic felt safe in their cars, so they didn't get an airplane and fly. Right. Uh, 
doing that now, but but the fact is they still feel safe in their car. So they went on they they get they went on the highway. You know, a lot of them, you know, 80% of the people who came to coastal Mississippi came here by car before the mm-hmm. pandemic. So well imagine what that number right. is. But when you look at the gaming numbers and and the, the amount of tourism activity, uh, it certainly suggests that there are a lot of people on the on the uh, on the road. And if you if you read what's happening around the world with travel cre- increasing, certainly here in the United States, uh, we're going to see pent up demand, people on the road like we have never seen before. And you're and you're seeing it now, aren't you, aren't you, buddy? Matt. Absolutely, and, and there's a lot of things opening back. Again, people are excited about it. Need everyone to remember is that we have to share the responsibilities of not only make ensuring our family is safe in our vehicles, but we have a responsibility to every family that is out there traveling on the roadways with us. A lot of excited people, and we're excited too. And we want everyone to enjoy this upcoming weekend and the summer. You know, it's going to get really busy for us because Memorial Day weekend actually opens everything up for the summer. So we know we're going to have that traffic out there. But for people to really enjoy this time of the year, we need them to make these really good responsible decisions also. Hey, hey, Johnny, I'm actually curious about this. If you guys keep statistics on this from like... Uh, you know, from year to year. But it seems to me, in my experience, mostly traveling I-10 these days, is that P- that the overall mile per hour has crept up since the pandemic started. Uh, is, is that something you guys track? Do, do you have a sense of whether people are speeding more than they used to? Oh, absolutely. And that's been, that's one of the, uh, one of the responsibilities I have every holiday period is to track the number of citations, number of crashes, unfortunately fatal crashes throughout the entire period. And that's how we monitor uh, the issues we have with distracted driving, uh, people not wearing their seatbelts. And so to answer your question, absolutely. Now we're, we're very curious to see what this weekend is going to bring comparing to last year's numbers. Uh, keep in mind, we were getting into the beginning of COVID-19, uh, and we saw the difference in the numbers. Didn't have as many citations as we had in the past, and we, we want to attribute that to a lot of people just weren't traveling during that period. This year, it's going to be different. So, and another thing, Rick, you wouldn't want the public to think this is about a ticket writing, you know, a, a ticket writing game. It's not about that. It's not about how many citations can be written. It's about how many lives can we save? Can we lower the number of crashes to where, again, people can really enjoy the, the, the holiday weekends? Yeah, you, you've talked about this before on past shows, but... The difference between having a crash at 70 miles an hour and having a crash at 75 or 80 miles an hour, it exponentially increases the potential severe severity of the injuries. And uh, so it's no joke to, to, to really work hard to get people to slay, slow down. And the other thing that you talked about, and you can certainly address that, the other thing you talked about is that distracted driving because people are on their phones while they're driving is at an all-time high and it's and and you're seeing tragedies result from that aren't you well here here's the problem so people do not associate distracted driving with impaired driving and when i say that 
everyone knows there's consequences with impaired driving. If, if you're involved in a crash, you're impaired, you cause injury or death uh, to, to someone else, you could be facing jail time. So people do not relate impaired driving to distracted driving. Well, Ricky, I can tell you, we've had these conversations. When we make the knocks on the doors of family members, I can assure you the circumstances, whether their loved one died from an impaired driver or a distracted driver will not make any difference to that family member. And, and that's what we try to place emphasis on about we have it's more of a problem now with distracted driving than it is impaired driving. And it's because, again, people just don't associate distracted driving with causing injury and death. It's a it's a it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. I, I tell you what, it's it's interesting because when I ride my bike and I ride my bike a lot, do you know, many miles a week. Um, I got to where if I'm in a situation where I might cross the road, I'm not crossing that road unless I can make eye contact with somebody. I want to know right. they see me or else I'm stopping. I mean, I don't take anything for granted, even even if I, the light is in my favor. And you know what I notice a lot, Johnny? And I mean, you see this as well. But man, oftentimes I'm trying to make eye contact. I can't make eye contact because they're on their phone. Exactly. It's 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 really. I mean, maybe every third or fourth car, somebody is looking at their phone instead of the street. I mean, this is a major problem, isn't it? I tell you, Ricky, we were at a conference a couple of weeks ago. A lot of state agencies around the country were there, and a a public affairs officer from the state told a story about a guy that was driving his van, never had a speeding citation, was distracted. He was looking at his phone, sending texts. And he hears a hears a pop. In other words, something happened underneath his vehicle. So he it, it caused him to run into the ditch. Long story short, everyone's walking around. Law enforcement gets there, and the tow truck finally pulls the van out of the ditch. And as they're pulling the van out of the ditch, there was a go kart with the seven year old underneath the van, and the driver did not see the boy coming off the driveway and he ran underneath the van and there were people standing around there for 20 minutes and had no idea. And, and that's tough, but I tell that story to make people realize how fast something can happen and you're doing the right thing or think you're doing the right thing. And then we have these type of situations that to me that, that, that is, it's avoidable. And I don't, think anybody would want to live with the fact of dealing with that type of situation unbelievably sad story tragic story uh hey when we come back we're going to continue our conversation with johnny polis who's the director of public affairs division and talk about the collaboration between mississippi tennessee and louisiana that's been taking place over the weekend we'll see you when we come back Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coast View. We have my old friend Major Johnny Polis, who's head of public affairs at uh, Mississippi Highway Patrol. Uh, passionate about a lot of things uh, for many, many years that are all focused on saving people's lives. Uh, I mentioned earlier the his, his longtime passion on teen impairment and teen distracted driving is uh, you know, probably will be a life mission for him. And, uh, you know, getting people to slow down. I mean, I mean, obviously, we, we've just experienced Memorial Day weekend. Today is Memorial Day. And there's a lot of a lot of continued efforts out there on the street today to to get you to slow down. What would you have to say about Memorial Weekend, preparing for more Memorial Weekend, and then we'll come to the Line the Line campaign you guys just had last Wednesday. Okay, so beginning on Friday, of course, on Memorial Day, enforcement period began, and it will run through today and end at midnight. So we're hoping for a successful period. And when I say successful, Ricky, we're hoping that our fatalities are going to be down. Uh, we're hoping the crashes are going to be down, and we're hoping people did a good job as far as responsible decisions in ensuring their holiday was a safe holiday. I know that's a that's a yeoman's effort on a, on a weekend like Memorial Weekend. I mean, it's a busy weekend anyway. Uh, but you add to that the the fervor of the pent up demand from for travel well, more- that came that came out of p- the pandemic and. Man, oh man, a lot of people on the roads. We talked about it a minute ago. So tell me about the line the line campaign that you guys had last Wednesday. Okay, so that initiative actually started back in 2015, and that's a Mississippi Highway Patrol safety initiative that we came up with. We uh, we collaborated with the Louisiana State Police and the Tennessee Highway Patrol, and it was very successful for us. Again, this was not a, a campaign to see how many citations could be written. It was just a basic public affairs uh, event that 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 we we sponsored and it was really good, Ricky. We had a we had a lot of good communication again with Louisiana State Police, Tennessee Highway Patrol. We had our air operations involved. We had our MHB helicopter that was uh, you know flying up and down I fifty five. Got some really good footage uh, and and it was successful. We had no no fatalities, no serious injury crashes and, and that's what we want that was the mission of that safety initiative line to line and it accomplished everything we wanted to accomplish well i keep hearing good things about commissioner sean tindall he, he hit the ground running and um, he's been a breath of fresh air for you guys tell me about working with sean well, I can tell you it's an honor to work with him. Um, uh, the commissioner and I have been able to spend a lot of time together. Uh, he, he's got a vision, and it, it's a very good vision for the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. Colonel Ginn, the director of Mississippi Highway Patrol, works with him hand-in-hand. Hand. There's a lot of positive things on the horizon, and there's a lot of things that I respect about him, Ricky, but I can tell you one of the most important things that I see, he's a family man, and and he, he, he very he's very very concerned about law enforcement, all the agencies that are under uh, DPS. And when I say concerned, making things better, making things better for the agency, which in turn makes things better for the public. Uh, but a family man, he is. And and he will tell you, he doesn't like going to Jackson, but, uh, but that's where everything happens. And he, he hates to leave his family. So that is the, the number one thing that I respect about him, you know, mostly is he's a family man. 
And 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 I really really again respect that in him and and, and honored to work with him. Yeah, we're talking about Commissioner Sean Tindall, who's from the coast, uh, former senator, former judge, in a lot of ways, as we've discussed on former uh, coast uh, uh, shows with with Commissioner Tindall. We've had this opportunity to. to, to talk about how this moment in time, all when you think about the experience that he has, to, be, to have the opportunity to join uh, uh, the, the as the Commissioner of Public Safety here in, in Mississippi with tremendous responsibilities beyond the Mississippi Highway right. Patrol. Uh, he's just he's the right guy for the right job for this job, and I, th- I think it's important too, man. I, I agree with you on the family thing that it, it makes him empathetic to all of his employees' family mm-hmm. needs. And uh, and he's not, you know, he doesn't want to be a big shot. He wants to make a contribution to this state. state but at the end of the day, he wants to be a great father. And that, uh, you know, it's, it's good. It's it's easy to That's be inspired right. by people like that who who live their life in such a balanced way. And I'm glad to hear you make those positive comments about him. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, Ricky, it, that he, yeah. go ahead. He brings, you're right, it brings so much to the table about his experiences, what he had, what he's accomplished in his career and bringing that knowledge that he has to the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. It's very well-rounded and, again, some very good things on the horizon for the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. And it helps to know, I think the time in the legislature is really valuable because it helps to understand how the wheels of change turn in this state and he's developed so many incredible relationships over those times he's got a great relationship with the governor and i'm sure that with the speaker and the lieutenant governor as well but just how he, he from an insider's view he knows how it works and you, he's able to leverage those learnings in a way that can help him across all of the platforms that he's responsible for not just the mississippi highway patrol johnny polis major johnny polis we really appreciate you joining us today i know you've been really busy <clears throat> That's why you're coming to us in your car. We've we've uh, done well with the with the technical issues, and I think we pulled out a pretty good show on this on this really special day, Memorial Day. So thanks for joining us. Hey, Ricky, thanks for having us, and y'all have a safe and enjoyable Memorial Day weekend. You bet, buddy. Take care and have a great day. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.